1 Corinthians 7, 17-24 Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him, and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. Was anyone at the time of his call already circumcised? Let him not seek to remove the marks of circumcision. Was anyone at the time of his call uncircumcised? Let him not seek circumcision. For neither circumcision counts for anything, nor uncircumcision, but keeping the commandments of God. Each one should remain in the condition in which he was called. Were you a bondservant when called? Do not be concerned about it. But if you gain your freedom, avail yourself of the opportunity. For he who was called in the Lord as a bondservant is a freedman of the Lord. Likewise, he who is free when called is a bondservant of Christ. You were bought with a price. Do not become bondservants of men. So, brothers, in whatever condition each was called, there let him remain with God. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, Jerry, continuing in 1 Corinthians 7. And, you know, Paul's coming out of this really um, interesting, kind of controversial, kind of spicy marriage topic. He's blending his, or not blending, but he's kind of switching back and forth between his opinion and the word of God. And this is basically what he pivots to coming out of that. Mm -hmm. He, He talks about singleness. He talks about marriage. And then today he's saying, but ultimately just live the life that God has given you. Mm-hmm. Given you. Wow, mm-hmm. gift. <laughs> gift. Live live a life that God will give to you. <laughs> uh, live the life that God has given you. If you know, he has if you were born Jewish, then like don't try to erase your heritage. If you were born a Gentile, don't try to make yourself something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I love he presses into the paradox of Christ. If you are a bond servant, then you are ultimately still a freed man in God. Mm-hmm. But if you are free, you are also ultimately a slave of Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so yeah. It, it, he talks about the paradox of Christ. And, and it ultimately is a big comfort to us because it's like no matter who you are or where you're from mm-hmm. or, you know, what you are like, mm-hmm. Like just live the life that God has put in front of you and mm-hmm. live it obediently. Mm-hmm. And it just, it relieves so much pressure. Yeah. Um, and so what are your thoughts on this yeah. passage? Yeah, I think that's so good. And it, it really is an amazing passage. And it's probably, it's probably one of those passages that people should spend more time like memorizing. Yeah, committing to totally. Because I think it's one of the most applicable in lots of conversations oh because gosh. we are always talking about what is God calling me to? And and sometimes we just kind of quickly talk about, well, look, like calling in the Bible is usually referred to like as God saving you. Mm-hmm. And so like, don't worry about what job you have or what you should be doing in life and stuff like that. But this passage is actually like a little bit different. Like it's mm. it's talking about God assigning us to things and, yeah. and the life that God has called us to. And so that is really interesting because we care so much about that. And the point that you've made is really great. Like you're basically saying like, look around at like what gifts and abilities and ethnicity and culture and experiences that mm-hmm. you've kind of like had in your mm-hmm. life up to this moment 
to when God called you to himself and mm-hmm. now like live as a Christian in that space. Um, whether you're free, whether mm-hmm. you're a slave, like live as a Christian in that space. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't like exactly limit you also though, to like this, uh, you know, this kind of situation is your ultimate destiny forever yeah, either. That's right. He's like, yeah. if you're a slave, like if you have the opportunity in this context, like mm-hmm. get out of there. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, not that's like a good complacency yeah. that we're supposed to like not care about our right. circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can, you should be concerned about just your life and doing uh-huh. well and working hard and things changing that need to change and stuff like that. But I like how you said it a second ago. Like it's ultimately about obedience, which is what, uh, verse 19 says, mm. neither circumcision counts for anything. Uncircumcision doesn't count for anything. The thing that matters is keeping the commands of God. This is like, this is the new standard for mm-hmm. your life in whatever situation you're in. And so yeah, th- there's so much freedom in that because it's like, I don't have to, my life's not valued based on what job I have or mm-hmm. what ethnicity I have or what I am doing in my life. It's valued by knowing that God called me to himself in this particular situation as this person now obey God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's life. totally, yeah. Yeah. You know, it speaks so much to comparison. And so I'm a worship leader and songwriter. So I think about it through that lens, but I think this also applies. Like if you're a small group leader or a cohort leader or, you know, yeah. a kid's volunteer or whatever, mm-hmm. it's so easy to look like I'll use myself for example. Um, I lead worship in like a particular way. I have a particular personality and particular likes or types of songs that I like, so on, as everybody does. And so it's easy to like look one way and be like, ah, like I should, I should be like more of like a hype guy, like, like energetic, whatever. And then it's easy to look another way and be like, gosh, I should be more like academic and more serious and polished, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is like, no, like God created me mm-hmm. a certain way. And so it is not to like, you know, areas in my life that are neither any area of obedience or disobedience, but it's just kind of like an area of like nature. Mm-hmm. Just live as God created you and like live the life that you put in front of you. And, you know, to, you know, being like a small group leader or, you know, just a disciple maker of any kind. It's like, you can always, you know, think like, should I be, you know, more fun, more edgy, more serious, Mm -hmm. more smart. And the fact is, is that God is, is most pleased in us when we just come to him Mm -hmm. and and delight in him and are obedient to Mm -hmm. him. Not when we try to like alter ourselves into some sort of image that we, think is yeah. you know most effective most strategic mm-hmm. you know just live as you're created live the life and the circumstances that god has put you in faithfully mm-hmm. i do remember when i was growing a lot more as a believer in college and like it seemed like everybody knew how to play guitar <laughs> and i just had never <laughs> learned that yeah, yeah. and but you know, this kind of passage would have been really helpful for me at that Mm -hmm. time to not feel like, you know, waste some time on eBay looking for a guitar that might be affordable. And like, it's like, wait, I actually need to do that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, should I have the opportunity avail yourself of it (laughs) to learn um, if that seems to be something you're gifted in potentially, but like, you know, that's a silly example a little bit, but I think that applies, like you're saying, like to a lot of things. It's like, 
you know, if right now you're not like an apologetic wizard, it doesn't mean that like you can't be effective in God's kingdom and that he doesn't exactly. love you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. There's not an archetype of like, you have to be married or you have to be single or like you have to be musical or you have to be not musical mm-hmm. or like you have to be extroverted or you have to be introverted. It's just like, yeah. we are all made in the image of God. We all, we all image God uniquely. And so just be faithful to him. And you know, that is the, the highest calling we can fulfill. Yeah. Amen. So, well, this is honestly such a, a great word for me to be reminded of from First Corinthians 7. For Jeremy Brooks, this is Will Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.